Welcome to Women Leading the Way radio show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Berquist. I am the host of Women Leading the Way today. However, we like to spin and change things up a bit, but I'm delighted to introduce you to our our lovely leading ladies today who are lovely young women, if I can say that, right? Right, girls? <laughs> right, women? <laughs> yeah, and I just want to say that yeah. we're, that's right, yep, they're like, they're ready. Uh, we've got our, our very first two Sue Risers who gave their Sue Rising talks last year, 2020. I think all of us remember that year. And these young women who are still in high school, getting ready to go to college, gave two of the most fascinating talks we've ever heard. So I am delighted to introduce first, I want to say, the lovely Angie. So say hello to all of our listeners. Hello, everybody. I love it. This is Angelica Cortez. And then we've also got Julene Rivas. So Julene, say hello to all of our listeners. Hi, everyone. <laughs> is it weird to kind of say hello to everyone when they're out there and just somewhere land? imaginary a little bit I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird but you know you're talking international and so I also want to make sure that everybody knows also our CEO and co-founder of Sea Rising is on the call with us and Sashi um, Sashi Whitman Sashi say hello to all of our listeners as well hello everyone thanks for having me on that's right. That's right. You you, co you come with the turf and the territory, which is, you know, kind of like you're, you're part of the mothership here. I love it. So I want to talk to both of you. And, Julene, I'm going to start with you because you were numero uno, our very first young Sue Riser. We were so, so, so excited about you being on stage. And so many people out there know about TED Talks. And, you know, we started Sue Talks about almost seven years ago, I think, at this point. And, you know, we were thinking only women. And then we said, oh, my gosh, let's get the perspective of, you know, young girls and young women. And you took such a leap of faith with us when we said, here's what we're thinking. And I just have no idea what you were thinking, but what I, I want our listeners to know, as a high school young girl, young woman, what was it like to start preparing your Sue Talk? I mean, did you, like, have this epiphany in your head? Did you start jotting down some ideas? But what, what was the, I guess, quote, kind of first steps for you in writing your, your Sue Rising Talk? Yeah, well, um, I had a bunch of ideas. And so I first started by jotting down all of the ideas that came to mind. And um, I knew that I that people could be inspired by, something that they could um, take something away from. So after narrowing down the options, um, I chose a topic that a lot of young girls could relate to. Um, so then I started a rough draft of what my talk could be, and I just improved it from there until I was proud of the final product. 
I love that, but that's very concise. You know, going back to when you first started, did you have like all these, I mean, I guess what was for you to kind of like laser in on what your message was for you? Was it just, you had these three or four ideas and those whittled down to one, or you just, you knew what the message was you wanted to talk to and speak to as it related to, to young girls. I, I knew that I wanted my message to be about women or young women. Um, but after talking to my mom about it, she was like, well, why don't you, you know, say your story is something that girls can relate to of you um, having a hard time in middle school. And I was like, oh, no, like, you want me to get that personal with it? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can do that. But after, after, like, thinking about it and writing down what it could sound like, I knew that that was the road that I had to take because I knew that that was something that I could share with people and they could, you know, look at themselves and their situation and think like, wow, like I can, I can overcome this and I can, I can be something more. It was, I mean, was it exciting to to craft it out? I mean, I think this is the one question I have. Was it like writing a school paper or was it, you know, excitement and kind of putting the pieces together? I mean, what was that like to kind of put your talk together? I don't think that it was like writing a school paper because I dread writing school papers, and this was actually something (laughs) that I really liked doing because it was like it was about me and it was about something that I could could, um, share with the world almost. And so, um, you know, like I said, it was just kind of putting pieces together, seeing what flowed, what sounded good, and then um, working my way from there. And did you, you know, I'm going to share, <clears throat> when I was putting together my Sue Talk, which was a few years ago, it was such a personal journey. And, Julian, I'm just curious with you, because part of when I was writing my Sue Talk, there was a very emotional part in my talk that every time I tried to speak it, even when I was practicing, it's like I would cry. <laughs> it drove me crazy. I mean, yeah. was there that kind of an emotional connection to your, to your Sue Rising talk that way where it was like it was, I know it was so heartfelt, had such great, you know, mo- inspiration in it, but was it that emotional for you or am, am I the only crazy one? That's where I'm going. No, no, you are not crazy. Um, I think that that emotion was more within. It was more empowering. Um, empowering to talk about because Mm -hmm. I had never shared that story with my family before this, Um, my middle school story and, um, you know, like eating lunch by myself in the school bathroom. No one, no one knew about that. And so um, I remember going over it with my mom and um, writing down some of my ideas and she didn't realize the depth of what it was. She knew that I had, I had, some issues in middle school, but she didn't realize that um, I was really struggling. And so I think just like seeing her, her emotion is what made me emotional, but also made me excited to want to tell the story even more because it was really empowering and it, it gave me a lot of confidence back. Wow. I mean, I can't even imagine your mom not knowing about, you know, your journey in middle school. And, you know, it was very insightful in your talk. I mean, you impressed so many of us, <laughs> you know, that, I mean, mm-hmm. I think you were still 17 at the time last year, right, when you gave your talk? Yeah, I was 17. 
Yeah, and it's like we were thinking, my gosh, this 17-year-old knows more than most adults, you know, just in, in the view of the world. So I'm going to come back to you in a sec because I want to bring out, you know, the amazing Angie now because we have the amazing Juleen, and Juleen, you were the one that recommended Angie. So, Angie, I'm dying to know from your perspective, what was it that Juleen shared with you when she said, hey, yo, <laughs> like I've got this, um, we think, incredible opportunity for you. I want to know what did she say or did she just say do it and you said okay. What was that like? Um, well, when Juleen first brought this up to me, it was just through a text message and I was like, what is this girl talking about? And <laughs> the only thing, I'm serious, and the only time it. I had seen anything about Sue Talks, especially Sue Rising, was through Julene's social media page. She had just posted something, and I thought to myself, wow, that is so cool. That would be so awesome to do something like that one day. And maybe a couple days later, I got the text from Julene asking me if I wanted to um, be a part of it. And she just kind of told me a little bit about it, but I was like, I still don't really get it, but I'm in. And Wow. Kind of jump-started this whole journey that's been really, really awesome and amazing. I think the part that's funny to me is I, I don't know what I was thinking, thinking that she would actually call you. She texted you and told you everything you needed to know. Is that right? Because I'm like, I ain't getting <laughs> that. Like, how did, you get, how did she get you excited on a text? That, that's crazy. Yep. Well, both of us are just the type of people that we're just, we're just going to jump into anything. And I trust Julene because I've – had opportunities where she she's given me opportunities where she just says jump in and I jump in and it all works out so I'm like this one's gonna work out too and it I does. drag <laughs> Angelica cool. into everything yes but it has <laughs> it has been awesome I'm glad she's dragged me into things well, I, I love that she did because she highly recommended you. And, you know, what I loved is you just jumped into opportunity, which is what it is. I know in me, quote, you know, I know we all are in line, right? So Juline was first. And, you know, Angie, you came on as our second Sue Riser and did such an amazing job in such a different way. I mean, this is what's so great. I know you two are really great friends and know each other really well. But what was what was it like for you? I know you had Juline's. Sue Rising talk to go by by that point, I think, right? Did Julene kind of help or assist or did you like immediately know, hey, here's what what I'm going to do in crafting my Sue Rising talk? How was, what was yours like in kind of making sure to craft yours? Um, Well, I actually did not have Julene's to go off of yet and Julene didn't have her own because it had not been posted and she had not received it yet. So I was kind of a little bit lost, but I did have Juleen there as a resource for me to go to whenever I needed anything. So if I felt just like lost or not really sure on what step to take next, <laughs> I was really lucky that I had resources to help me out with that. Um, but my mine kind of started similarly to Juleen, how I just started writing down ideas. Um, I wanted to inspire people. That was my goal. And I wanted to do something like Julene, something relatable, where other people could understand that. And so I used my personal experiences um, from performing on the stage with my father to becoming so nervous that I couldn't even do a classroom presentation to doing mm-hmm. a suit talk on the stage. And I think so many young women go through that today where you lose so much confidence as you get older. And the world tells you you can't do something, so you believe them. And I think that 
the goal was to inspire, and I wanted to do it a little bit differently than Jolene did, but I think we both definitely succeeded. Oh, my gosh, you both totally did. Here, Sashi and I are going to give you applause. Ready, Sashi? Let's just do that. Applause. Yay. Yay. That is our whole entire entire listening audience, which is international. So I hope that that gets you excited because it does us. But we're on to something good. And you two were the the first pieces of this, like, build that we're doing. We're so excited about it. And you both have just shown up in grace and charm and – you know, you're, you're offering your opinions, which I just, I've not had children, so I'm always amazed at the insight both of you have. Um, Sashi, I'm going to shift to you for a minute. And, okay. you know, I know we, we work with, you know, adults <laughs> on a fairly regular mm-hmm. basis with the Sioux Talk side of things, but how were these amazing Sioux Risers different just in how they took on you know, the, the task and the responsibility to write a Sioux Talk. Was it really different in the experience or was it a similar journey? It was incredibly different um, because they came out so strong out of the gate with concrete ideas and not only just concrete ideas, they had um, some great paragraphs written. I remember Angie had come out with this amazing opening uh, where Deanna, my, um, partner and coach, other coach and the co-founder of Sue Talks, we were just both amazed mm-hmm. by what we had heard from both, from both Julian and Angie. We were just like floored. I mean, seriously, two to three weeks into the coaching and both of these young women had pretty much gotten their talk to a point where it was ready to be memorized. Um, so it was done very quickly and got, I mean, talk about, and, t- and the timing of everything happening last year as well, we all know what the situation was. And for both of them to step up and to do this in the middle of Zoom school and everything still unknown, uh, we were just really, really impressed. So, yeah, they came out with such strong pieces of writing, uh, and they were just so coachable. They listened. They took notes. They listened to our feedback, and they valued it. Um, and then they came back and incorporated changes. And then when we saw them take the stage, it was like, we're just like like proud aunties, you know, just want to like <laughs> run up and give them hugs. And like you couldn't even really hug them because it was COVID. And we're like, oh, come on, you know. So it, that was, it was hard. Really amazing. Yeah, that was really hard. That was really, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take just, I, I'm going to come back in a second. We're going to take a quick sponsor break. But when I come back, I really, um, Julene and Angie, what I want to ask both of you is, you know, how are you um, leveraging your Sue Talk your Sue Rising talk now. I know there's some really clear things that each of you have done that have been very beneficial to where your future um, is showing and where you're going. So when we come back, give me just one quick second to take a sponsor break, and then I'm going to come back and ask each of you that. So Women Lead Radio is brought to you by, by today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. Their mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Wow. You can enroll 
online today. And thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. Okay, now back to our show. So with me, I have our very first two Sue Risers, Angelica Cortez and Julien Arrives. And I'm asking them about what their experience was like in writing their Sue Rising talk. And one of the things in our conversations, young ladies, for both of you, I'm going to go to Juline first. With you, I think you had a really magical moment when you were applying for colleges, and you leveraged and used your Sue Rising talk in your application. Do you want to share how that was, I guess, for us in hearing it, such a pivotal moment um, in benefit for having your Sue Rising talk. But, Julene, what did you, where did you get the idea and what was the situation where you leveraged your Sue Rising talk? Well, I remember looking at all of my UC applications and just thinking, I have to write all of these from scratch, and that sounds like such a pain. So I started thinking about, okay, well, there has to be something that I've written about myself. And then I was like, wait, I just did a Sue talk like, two months ago, like I have this whole thing written out. All these questions are so specific, but everything that I spoke about in my talk was almost like specific to these questions. It was amazing. And so I just went through my talk and I literally, I kid you not, copy and pasted almost everything. (laughs) That's awesome. Crazy. And and it really fit with what they were asking for. What was the, I mean, do you remember what the question was? That they oh, man. And how it was like it was like how have you demonstrated leadership um what are some community service um activities you've taken part of and um i mean there were a few others it was kind of a while ago i don't really remember all of them but they were so specific <laughs> i mean there's probably like one that i had to write from scratch but that saved me so much time it was amazing that's so cool. That's so cool. And what about, and Angie, what about you? Like for you, same thing? Did you do the same thing? Or I know, you know, I think you guys have had some really great feedback. Your schools have really promoted, you know, what you've done. But Angie, what was your experience in leveraging, you know, post Sue Rising Talk and Sue Talks? Well, my experience was very, very similar to Julene's, except the fact that my Sue Talk was closer to the application process. So um, my Sue Talk was in December, so right in the midst of all the applications in November, I was still working with Sashi and Diana. So kind of the same thing as Julene, I was able to copy and paste a lot of my Sue Talk into my applications, and the questions that I wasn't able to do that, I took tips that Sashi and Diana taught me and told me about, and I applied them to my applications, and I was really able to run through it way smoother than I would have beforehand because in school it's a little bit different. They teach you a very straightforward process on how to write an essay or how to write papers where Diana and Sashi taught me how to inspire, how to let the reader and let the audience feel what you're feeling. Oh, can I just say wow and oh my goodness and geez, you talk so <laughs> wonderfully. I'm just sitting here going, you're you're smarter than an adult. I'm just telling you. I, I'm like, wow. Right. Just that perspective, right, Sashi? I'm like, we're sitting here yeah, listening totally. to this and going, oh my goodness. I know. They're like so much older well, than 17, you. I tell you. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are tired of us building you up and it's like you're going to have big heads by the time we're done with all this. But you, you, you both inspire us, which is a good thing on a daily yeah. basis, let me say. You know, sure. I'm going to, Sasha, I want to switch to you here for kind of the last mm-hmm. part because I know with Sue rising, you know, and thank you both, you know, Julene and Angie, because it's like, you know, for you to be able to kind of just kind of bear your souls and share and inspire and, you know, go through what we asked you to do. It's like, you know, you know, we have long-term support and we're, we're so interested to see your journey and where both of you go, which leads to, Sashi, for what, what is our vision of Sue Rising? I'm, I'm just, if you can share with our listeners, like, what, what is mm-hmm. Sue Rising in just a brief sense? <laughs> well, we're all about focusing, focusing on building the communication and confidence uh, for young girls and young women, you know, both high school and middle school going into community college, and then building a, just a, a community of connections. Uh, and that has just come about through the natural course of putting together uh, the coaching for Sue Rising, seeing the risers at the, at the talks and how they do, um, the connections that come after that. And so we are really, really excited this year to take it from not just only the talks, which are amazing, but to take it to the whole mentorship level where we can actually pair a Sue Riser with a seasoned businesswoman and have that individual be able to pour their knowledge and experience into the riser. Everything from college preparation, career choices, um, investment decisions, life decisions, job preparation, interview skills, it can cover the gamut. So we're really, really excited to, to, to see the um, Sue Rising just really take off this year. I have high, high hopes for it. So. I think I do, too, and I'm, I get the goosey bumps when I hear that. But, you know, I'm going to go back to Julene because, I, I, you know, you shared with me, you know, we were kind of having some of these conversations, Julene, that, you know, hey, this sounds exciting, you know, to talk to other, other women in business. <clears throat> and I'm curious, like when that was brought up, it's like, can you just share with our listeners? I mean, what, what, what does that mean to you for you to be – connected with other business women or women that are leaders in business, so to speak? Yeah, well, as a 17-year-old, almost 18-year-old, getting ready to go to college and choosing majors and really just like sitting down and thinking about what do I want to do with my life, connecting with a businesswoman would help in so many ways, but just to have them with the path that I'm struggling to find for myself, have them give me advice, uh, have them help me with financial aid stuff, um, stress from being in debt. I'm like so worried about college debt. If they could just tell me of things that, um, that they have learned from when they were my age and when they were going to college um, and the path that they decided was best for them and how they figured that out, I could benefit from that in, in so many ways. Totally. And Angie, what about you? I mean, I know you were pretty excited when we started talking about matching you, you know, with business women, having conversations, you know, obviously all those slices of advice that, you know, those of us that are a little older had to learn the hard way, but I got tons of advice for y'all. So at any rate, what were your thoughts when we first brought that up of how you were excited about that? Yeah, definitely. And kind of piggybacking off what Jolene said, as 17 year olds, as um, we're still in high school, and more than anything, we're just confused. 
We are so confused about life, money, careers, and everything. Everything is so up in the air and everything is just unknown. So I think having that resource for us, somebody to lean on and ask questions, because I have so many questions, um, Mm -hmm. would be so, so beneficial um, for not just me, but for all young women, because then I can go on and talk to other young women about my experiences that I had with these women and just share with them um, their advice and what they went through and how it could inspire other people as well. Yeah, I, I think this is what's inspiring to me and what we're sharing. And, and to both of you, thank you. Because I think for our listeners, you know, so many of us, if we're parents, right, we've got, you know, daughters or, or sons, and we think, oh, if they need anything, they can come to us. And I'm curious, Julian, I'll start with you. It's like, you know, you want to always talk to your parents about everything, but when it comes to your future, you know, like career questions, all of that, where has that I mean, where would other, I guess I'm not saying don't talk to your parents. Of course, I'm saying talk to your parents. But how is the, how is the conversation with another businesswoman different than maybe with your parents? Maybe share it that way. Well, my parents just have totally different career paths than the one that I want for myself. And so, of course, I go to my mom asking for um, a whole lot of advice. But there's just some things that I can't go to her for. Like, my mom never went to college and neither did my dad. And so when we were filling out my college applications, they were like, I do not know how to help you. I wish that I could help you, but this is just something that I never experienced myself. And so to have a businesswoman to just ask questions to, um, questions that my parents can't answer, that would be so helpful for them to be able to tell me like, okay, well, this is the step that you need to take to make sure that you're, you're getting all the, the money that you've earned to make sure that you're in the right major, that you're taking the right classes to become whatever it is that I decide I want to become. Um, that, would, that would be amazing. <laughs> wow. And same th- I love that. I mean, I, I just hadn't, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, we hadn't even thought of, you know, maybe matching people before, you know, they start filling out their college applications to give you some insight with other businesswomen. Because I know there's probably a gazillion things you know, I would have done differently. And you don't know that, you know, when you're filling out your college applications. Um, Angie, what about you? I mean, I know you've got such, I mean, both of you have incredibly supportive parents. You know, I'm, I'm, I just was kind of curious with you, how do you see for where you want to go? Is it the same thing as what Julene said or a different perspective, you know, on having a conversation on all those questions that I hope you're all writing down, getting ready to ask some of our business women that we want to match you with. But you know, what are you excited about with that? I know you said confusion, but what are some of the big things that would be different that you would get in perspective from your parents? Yes. Um, well, my experience is a little bit different from Julie. Both my parents did go to college, and my family does own a business. So my dad and my parents are a little bit more experienced in the business world and in the professional world. However, it's still – it's they're in the restaurant business and I personally do not want to go into the restaurant business and speaking <laughs> to somebody outside of that and speaking to somebody with different experiences, maybe people that didn't even go to college and how they got there would be really, really amazing. And I love talking to my parents. I have a great relationship with them. However, they do have a biased point of view. They want the best for me. <laughs> and sometimes 
I don't want to hear what, be, what the best for me is sometimes. Sometimes I just want to hear a straightforward answer on how to get to the path where I want to get. Um, and I think it would be really, really awesome to speak to somebody who has already gone through exactly the path that I'm trying to go down as well in business and kind of shape my mind and look at different point of views outside of my parents. Totally. <clears throat> totally wow. and completely on that one, man. I have to tell you on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I think all of us have those those situations where what our parents said, and we're like, no, that's not really what I want to do. And, you know, it's tough. It's totally tough. So I just want to thank both of you for, you know, letting us kind of um, go through this conversation because I know you both have been so instrumental in where we're going with Sue Rising. And so, Sashi, I'm going to tell people right now, our our audience, mm-hmm. that, you know, we're looking to come out with Sue Rising Radio. So, I think we're we're yeah. on to something good and Julene mm-hmm. first, then Angie. You know, again, kind of looking at what do you think would be of interest to young women, but I'm thinking teenagers between the ages of thirteen to eighteen, like what do what do young girls and young women need to hear about, in your opinion? Because you guys are so you know, adult level. I'm just curious what you're thinking if it was a, a show that we're rolling out for young girls and young women. What what should we be talking about? Julian, you first. I mean, there are just so many different things, but I think that being a young woman trying to emerge into this great big world and an unknown world um, is just confidence and public speaking and knowing how to put yourself out there um, because I feel like that is not something that they teach you in school, and that should be something that they teach you in school. A confidence class would be great. Um, a public speaking class would be great. Um, but even things like um, job applications or filling out a check, things like that, like things we don't even know but are so crucial to the real world, um, I think that is something a lot of young women can benefit from. Look at that. You're so adult. I love this. And Angie, give me some more. What else do you think I, that young girls and young women should? Don't say ditto. Uh-huh. <laughs> you would never do that. I completely, completely agree with Julene. There are so many real-world things that so many young women are just not prepared for because whether parents never taught them or whether they just didn't learn it in school, having the opportunity to listen to somebody who's already gone through those experiences and already seen these paths um, would be so, so beneficial and really awesome to hear. That'll just kind of calm all of our nerves a little bit because we're all nervous for the future. We all don't know what's to come. And I think that comes with every age, regardless of how old you are, how young you are. You don't really know what's going to happen in life. And I think I think, just I think you're correct on that one. Really awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even, even when you're 50 plus, you still don't know what you want to do when you grow up, which is probably a little yep. scary to both of you. But, you know, you can shift and you can change. So I, I just the two of you are amazing. So I'm virtually hugging both of you right now because that's what I get to do. I can't do it, you know, in person. Um, Sashi, I want to wrap up and just kind of share mm-hmm. with everybody what we are planning to do on March 31st for Sue Rising. Um, and say that we are hopefully planning the largest ever virtual mixer in celebration mm-hmm. of Women's History Month. But what are you excited about with that in relation to Sue Rising? 
Well, I'm also excited because we get to hashtag fund the future um, campaign that kicks off this month and then culminates on March 31st as part of Women History or Her Story Month, which has been publicized quite a bit. Um, so it's a chance for everyone to give back to the next generation, right? Um, so you can be able to donate and 100% of the proceeds will go to support uh, the mentorship and the Sue Rising Talks program. So super, super excited to see how March 31st turns out. Woo-hoo. Me too. And so just for all of our listeners, um, thank you, all of you. Jolene, thank you. I, I know one little question on success. I do think, if I heard correctly on our call the other day, that the, the um, college applications are working. Both of you got some good news from one very specific college. Uh, so, Angie, you want to share which college? Um, I recently got accepted into Cal State Fullerton and the University of San Diego. Woohoo! Okay, Yay. and then Julene, what about you? Congratulations there, Angie. I also got into Caltech and I got into the University of California Riverside. Look at that. Okay, we're giving you applause. Yay! Yay! Congrats. Well, keep on coming. Keep on coming those options, right? We all want options. And then that, that creates its own stress, right? Sometimes when we have limited options, it's easier than when you have all these options. But Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I know we were um, we were sharing pridefully in Southern California. I'm in San Diego, so I, I like the whole USD thing, but I love Cal State Fullerton and, um, and UC Riverside. So well, congratulations to both of you. I want to wrap up and just say thank you, both of you. Sashi, you're awesome and amazing as the CEO and <laughs> co-founder of Sue Rising. We have a lot going on, and our Sue Risers, what is the term that now they have now become what kind of advisory board members to Sue Rising, which is super cool? They're the next-gen board, next generation. Next-gen advisory board to Sue Rising. Yeah. So use that, girls. I mean, ladies. Gosh, <laughs> I always want to say girls. Uh, we're going to wrap up because we're going to be back again for another Women Lead Radio show and – Sue Rising Radio, because that's coming out. I want to thank all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally. We have listeners in Canada and the U.K. and Australia. It's super exciting that we're getting reach outside of just the United States. But we're here to be relevant on what business women are thinking about, talking about, and doing. And we're going to start our own you know, additional Sue Rising Radio, which is to really look at ways we can support the just the next generation of young girls and young women. So that's exciting. And I just want to say again, I hope that all of you are, are celebrating Women's History Month because it is about women supporting other women and being empowering to each other and for each other. So with that, I just want to say happy Women's History Month. Let's look to the future. I love this phrase, Sashi. We are building our hashtag fund the future campaign. Yeah. And to that, I will say we will be back again for another Women Lead Radio show soon. So have a wonderful weekend. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.